Good. Hey, welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm Alana here with Jamie for another mini-sode where we're going to give you some just like one real quick tip for enhancing your prayer life. And we'll start with our verse of the day. All right. Our verse of the day today is 1 Peter 5.10. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. How bad is it that I'm like, well, can we just take out that little part about suffering for a little I know. While? I got a little <laughs> hung up on that. I'm like, well, that's not encouraging. <laughs> just suffer a little, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just a little torture. No problem. But just a little prick. Yeah. But we're, you know, the, in this world, we will have trouble. So at least that's if true. we know we're going to have the trouble, yeah, he will it himself restore surprise. you. He'll make you strong, firm, and steadfast. But what I love about that is it kind of, it's like, after you have suffered, you will be restored and he'll make you strong, firm and steadfast. Mm-hmm. But it's through that it's through the suffering that mm-hmm. we become stronger. It's there's yeah. no way to avoid that process. And yeah, I mean, it's there. There is hope there for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think about that sometimes like we've had a couple really busy weeks where yeah. we're like three times busier than my ideal schedule is. And so what I've been telling myself is, okay, this must be good for my brain because like I'm having to mentally juggle so many different like times and, (laughs) and things like that. Like this, this is prolonging my, my lifespan and my mental acuity. It's gotta be. (laughs) That's what I do. I tell myself that about different things too. And Mm -hmm. the thing about that, that I've been thinking about with my kids though, is it definitely challenges me not to rescue them from all of the little bit of suffering they need to do, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't mean like I want to intentionally inflict pain on them, but I do a whole lot of making things cushy for them because I don't, Mm. because, because I love them and, you know, but I have to understand. And God's been kind of giving me these little reminders, like, you know, I got one that's two years away from being, you know, two and a half years from graduating. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, okay, there, there is a level of, um, sturdiness that needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. Gained. Well, and not to go too far on a tangent, but we're both raising boys and yeah. I don't want them to learn that the woman in the house is going to jump in to save them out of all of their difficulties, you know, That's like another reason I'm like, I, I, oh, I really I, sort I of think feel ahead like, to their wives. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that to my future daughter-in-law. That doesn't seem yeah. Nice. Of well, me. <laughs> and likewise, you know, cause, and now I've got the other side of it, which, you know, I found, okay. When I had boys, it was like, okay, yes, I'm definitely thinking in terms of their, their wife. And mm-hmm. with our daughter, I'm like, I, I've got to somehow model womanhood for her. That's, that sounds hard. Terrifying. I'm, the, I'm glad you get to figure that out. Terrifying. <laughs> Anyway, I just get to hopefully, you know, in a decade or so from now, I just get to enjoy a great relationship with the daughter-in-law. <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> Have fun with that. Thanks. <laughs> no, right. with God, God knew he knows he's, he will equip. Well, and she, she is a sweet, smart cookie. You've, you're raising a great one there. So oh. anyway, <laughs> let's go to our prayer tip. Let's our prayer tip it. today is just the power of praying on location. Mm-hmm. So what this means is if you want to pray for your church, you do it while you're at the church. You want to pray for your kids. You do it while you're standing in their bedroom, um, which reminds me that we moved like a month and a half ago and you and I still we need to still schedule haven't a good done prayer. our prayer through your home. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
those are the two that come to my mind, you know, praying in your church, praying in the rooms of your house. I actually knew of some people who would sometimes meet early, like a group of parents and teachers who would walk through the school and pray for the school. Uh, Can you think of other examples of praying on location? Yeah, we would do periodically our worship team in Arizona would pray through the church because we got there early anyway. Mm -hmm. And so we would, and it wasn't our church. It was a school building. And we actually had actually had a couple of different places where we had mobile church Mm -hmm. on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And so it was even more important, you know, kind of like, well, you don't know what's gone on through the week here. It's not a set aside sacred, holy place for God all week long. So, you know, we just felt like it was important to go through and let's, let's just pray through this place. And it was powerful. We didn't do it every week, but I just remember Mm -hmm. a couple of times walking through and just feeling just deeply moved as I prayed through each pew or chair or whatever it was. And Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be very powerful praying on location for these kinds of things. Um, I and, think it can. I think. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, I'm trying to think, were you sharing something? It might have been another book or something I was reading about walking the perimeter of a property and praying mm-hmm. for that property. And like, um, yeah. and they may have even done that with our property at that church in Arizona where they like when mm-hmm. it was, you know, claiming that property for God. I think that there's symbolism. So I think the power in praying on location is kind of twofold. I think some of it, there is a spiritual component when you are there, when you're able to, especially like, let's say it's a a public school where, you know, that there are sometimes evil influences being brought into that building and you Mm -hmm. were able to go and confront darkness in that spot. So I think there's a spiritual component and I think, um, you know, the symbolic component, I think there's also a very practical component of like being there and having that be the most, um, logical visual reminder of what you're praying for you know so if you think about I want to pray for my family and you say God help my family keep us healthy keep us safe uh now what but if you're going through every single room of your house and kind of making this commitment you know you could even tie this into one of our previous prayer tips of praying with a timer two minutes of prayer in every single room of your home sounds like nothing and most of us could find time once a week to do that. But two minutes praying really focused prayers about one room of your home, mm-hmm. you can fill that two minutes really, really, really thoroughly. So I think that there's just as much as there's a spiritual and symbolic benefit, I think that there's a huge benefit just to help you stay focused. And yeah, I love the perimeter because I, I feel like it does both. It It's the symbolic protection and it's actually physically, you know, going around the boundaries of your home and praying for that. And, and, you know, me, like my brain works so much better when my legs are moving. Mm -hmm. So that adds to it. Like for me, praying on location and prayer walking are, are basically synonymous. They don't have to be, but I know that's how it works for me. Yeah. Well, I remember a time when our neighborhood had some crime happening and Mm -hmm. I was unsettled. There had been a couple of things that had happened that kind of directly impacted us and our home. And it just, it was, I was afraid. Like I just had fear and I more creepy than dangerous, but but I remember that. I mean, it was not not like there was no violence Mm -hmm. or anything, but Mm -hmm. it was creepy. So I felt very like I was, I felt the anxiety inside and I just felt Mm -hmm. God really prompting me walk or drive. So I think I did both. I think I drove Mm -hmm. through 
the, not just my immediate neighborhood, but through the area where I thought that these particular people might have been. Mm -hmm. Um, and then through our neighborhood. And I think I did both. I know I at least drove, but I drove through slowly kind of through the neighborhood and I claimed that for God. And you don't have Mm -hmm. to be walking. You could drive, you can, you know, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, I, I just think there are many ways. And, and this particular thing is really great for having a group or getting a group together. And if you Uh are looking for community, if you're looking for prayer partners, this would be a great way to say, Hey, let's walk the perimeter of the school, you know, during the school day, or if if you're available during the day, or let's walk, Mm -hmm. you know, ask the church if we can gather either early or on a weekday or something and pray Mm -hmm. through the rooms, you know, these are really great community prayer activities. It really is. I remember once I went on a prayer walk with a friend and we decided to like go through the whole globe and basically walk until we got to all the continents. <laughs> and oh, wow. it was really, really powerful. So we would just go back and forth and kind of like, you know how, when you and I pray, sometimes we're like, let's pray for this thing. And other times we're like, let's pray it out, which in our vocab yeah. is like, let's pray until we're both like out of yeah. prayers <laughs> until God has not like prompted yeah. one or the other of us. And there's a very, very exactly. long and comfortable silence. And so yeah. we would kind of pray it out over each continent and just wow. kind of go around. And it, I mean, it was long. We were out there for, you know, two hours maybe. Um, but it cool. was, it was really, really neat. So, I mean, yes, we could have done that just sitting on a couch or sitting in a pew. Um, for me, just because of the way my legs work. <laughs> I love that we were out on a walk. So that's, that was a little different because it wasn't like, but you know what that did for me for the next several weeks, as I walked that same route, it actually reminded me of the different places. So that's another way you could I do it. You could almost love that. Yeah. yeah. Like if you have a walk around your neighborhood that you do regularly anyway, you can find ways to kind of make different places represent different things that you want to pray for. And so it was almost like we had this microcosm of the globe, you know, like the globe got shrunk down (laughs) to my neighborhood. And so when I would walk it, I could pray for the different parts of the world. It was pretty cool. That's great. Cause then you have the, the natural prayer triggers without even thinking about exactly. it. It just comes to your mind. It just is there. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So that's praying on location. All right. Well, it's time for our prayer for the unsaved. So if you have um, some friends or family members that, um, or total strangers, Hey, they, they count too, that don't know the Lord that God's placed on your heart to pray for. We have 30 days of prayer for the unsaved. You can access this on your own other than just weekly with us um, by going to prayingchristianwomen.com slash unsaved. You can sign up to receive one prayer a day coming into your inbox, or you can go to Amazon and get the book, which is an awesome book to be able to pray through. I like having books in my hand to read. Um, So yeah, but right now let's pray together. And I just want to say, I believe really firmly that even though you're probably thousands of miles away or at the very least hundreds from us right now, that, that our prayers are collective when we pray like this, like we are joining together across time. God is independent of time and space. I really believe that as we join together and pray, we are collectively, um, petitioning God on behalf of these people. And I, we would love to hear 
any stories of answered prayers through the prayers that you have prayed for the unsaved people in your life. So you can email us at um, connect at prayingchristianwomen.com to share those stories. All right, let's pray. God, you are so good. You've shown me so much kindness, Lord. Please extend that kindness to my friend today. Teach them how good you are. Allow them to call on you. Without your help, my friend will stay lost in their sins. Please reach down and touch them today. Show them how loving you are. Draw them to you with your irresistible power and compassion. My friend is living in darkness, Lord, but you are the God of grace who calls us to your eternal glory. You call us out of darkness and into the light of your kingdom. Shine that light on my friend today and grant them your salvation. Amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.